people of Earth. Cuckdela. Hey now. My name is Al. Across the table from me is my good friend, you know, probably my best friend, Joe. I wouldn't say that. No, you are, you're very good to me. You're very good to me. Well, I love you. I know. I love you, too. Not, I, I not love you that, for loving me. Not in that, not in a gay way. Well, I mean, if it came to it. If I had to. <laughs> if it came I'd down probably, to it. You know, you know, if it was a life or death situation. Why wouldn't you want to do your buddy? If, I mean, if you had to do anybody, why not a buddy? What are you going to do, a total stranger? Yeah, well, at least I know. You know I'll give you the you big O, Joe. I'm not going to just walk away when I come. I'm going to make you come, too. Right. I'm going to treat you just like the lady you are. You don't know how disturbing <laughs> that sounds. <laughs> you started it. Oh, no, I did. Sorry. So no, anyway, we were just talking about my son's job search. He, we applied for six jobs. He got six calls back. And, and he's I got am, an interview next Thursday. <laughs> I am amazed, folks, that there are so many positions available for blue-collar work. And I don't know whether this is... positions available for all kinds of work. Well, we're in a very... There's not a lot of unemployment. If you ain't working, it's your fault. And I'm having a... I'm trying to finish a house for a lady. And just on 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 the spot, the plasterer said, Oh, I'm going on vacation next week. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. And what happens is, this is the plasterer. This is the guy that puts this. He doesn't hang the drywall. So the guys that hang the drywall were supposed to come in anyway. But they figured... If he ain't going to plaster it. Right. If he's not going to plaster, then, you know, we're, we can go on vacation, too. Where's Todd going? Well, he already went. He's coming. He's back tomorrow. Oh, all right. I don't know. I didn't ask. And what I was going to do is do all the tile after the drywall is before Todd. You follow what I'm saying? I hear you. Because he puts up, he puts that red brazen paper down. Yeah. So and he and he said that's fine. We'll we'll just so that would mitigate some of it. Yeah. So none of that worked out. So I don't know. It's just. Uh, but what are you going to do? Tell him not to go on vacation? Well, I mean, that's, no, you can't. You know, unfortunately, the lady, her, she has a brother that, uh, I don't, I think she's, oh, I forgot. Fucking it. phone. It's right there. Phones. Hold on. And my computer. Right. Just popped up. Very good. After the ninth hard boot. Oh, what a nightmare. And it shut itself down because of updates. Joe is one of eight people in the United States who has a fucking laptop with eight on it. (laughs) 8.1. I believe I might be one of like three people. Yeah. And it gets updated still. The single worst operating system ever made. (laughs) And as I repeat, I'll repeat myself. <laughs> oh, Jesus Bill Christ. Gates sucks, and his, that Microsoft should be broken up. And I love 10, and it's not that it's that great. It's just so much better than 8. Right. It's just better than 8. It's like a, it's a, it's like a cool dip. But on you know a warm something? Day. Nothing's really better than 
Windows 95 was pretty good. I liked XP Pro. I was a big XP Pro guy. XP was is was the longest. That was the longest run without a new operating system. It was system. just a good fucking operating and system. Every time they're they, like, fuck, how they can need we fuck like this up? a fucking trillion dollars. All they do is launch a new operating system. They make every commu- computer manufacturer, every PC manufacturer has to bow down to Microsoft and do put the new operating system on. Otherwise, they won't sell them the license. You can't go. No, I, I want to stick with Dell can't say. Imagine that. Dell can't say. I'd like to stick with XP. Sorry. Nope. We can't not, do that. We're not, make, we're, yeah. we're, not, we're not allowing you to do that. That's yeah. why it should be broken up broken up but that's uh i'm beating a dead horse there. no but that that's part of the interesting part of the whole thing that you just said if you choose if you've got a fucking operating system that you like it's like a radio or, or anything well you don't own it you don't you that's don't own thing. it. Yeah, you can't. You don't have choice. It's not a choice thing. Yeah, you have a choice. You're licensed buy to an use Apple. it. That's it. That's your choice. That's your only choice. Yep. And that's that's it's getting more that's affordable. Not software that's making you buy a different machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why it's a monopoly. Yeah. And quite frankly, I'm almost fucking sure that Microsoft writes the operating system for Apple. They might. You know what I'm saying? If they aren't now, they definitely did at one point. You know, I know I come across as a miserable fuck. Not but, that miserable. Which I am. I mean, you can not be. Not generally a happy person, but... I mean, you know, when, I try. I try not to be a miserable fuck. When something is not regular with your medication, you definitely get a little edgy. Well, it's just... The story of me. Yeah, it's the story of me. You can just tell, and you gotta, you gotta accept. And it. I try. To, and I, I don't want Bill Gates or his kids dead or anything like that. No, it's just funny. But I to would talk like about Bill it. punched in the nuts a few times. <laughs> he gets nutted because this is just. Uh, well, twenty years ago, it was found to be a monopoly, and if old Teddy Roosevelt was alive, this would be a. Uh, a non-issue because it would have been broken up 20 years ago. Right. So that's the deal. Is that what he did? What did he break up the steel companies and the railroads or something? What, what did Teddy break up? I believe <laughs> Teddy broke up Standard Oil for one. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And probably a bunch that I have no idea. Uh, Carnegie had the monopoly on steel, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean. Probably broke that up. Yeah. Vanderbilt had the. Monopoly on railroads. But I don't know this for sure, but it's an easy Google search, you can say. Yeah. But I'm, um, I know that he broke up. And by the way, breaking these companies up don't make these guys poor. I mean, uh, Rockefeller became much richer because right, Standard Oil was broken up. Yeah. And they, you know, they turned it into fucking 10 companies or something like that. And the guy just shot up to be the first he was the first billionaire billionaire in the United States. Yep. So back when a billion was a billion, man. Yeah, a billion <laughs> dollars back in I don't know, nineteen oh one was a lot of fucking money. It's probably it's a lot of money now. 
Even there's people out there saying, well, you know, a million dollars isn't that much money. But, you know, a million dollars is a lot of money. I'll tell you right now. Look at me. Somebody gives me a million dollars, I'm done. A million cash, I'm done. You can live on 100000 a year, and the other 900 can make interest. And you never have to work again if you have a million dollars in the bank. If you don't want to work, you can do it. You can't live lavishly, but you can live on a hundred grand a fucking year, all right? And have a little fun. The math bears out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you'd have to make ten percent a year. You would on the money. You would hope that you'd make ten percent, but you know past performance is not fucking that's very necessarily hard. indicative of future results. That's very hard to guarantee. You can't find that anywhere. You can't find a bond yeah. that's got to pay you more than like three, and you're not going to f- put it in a bank and get get or a CD. It's still a joke. So I don't know. I might have to disagree with your yeah. uh, analysis on that. Elf. I meant my life, not some kid. <laughs> Well, I'll make it happen. You know what I was talking about, and not to be morbid, yeah. and I don't know how I got on this subject, but I was at the the liquor store, which we call the fucking Packy here in Massachusetts, the package store, and oh, I know why, because I had a suit on, and she asked me if I was coming from a funeral. Oh. And and then she said to herself, "Oh, I shouldn't. I should try to stop was myself." Was this over at the going. terrace? Yeah. Was it the short lady who's been there forever? Yeah, the uh, nice older woman. I think her name's Brenda. Yeah, she's very nice. She's awesome. She's she used to work at Bradford's, and she's been at the terrace forever. Yeah, and uh, the package store lady. We got on the subject of. Would you want to know? Because it was slow. There was nobody in there. And we got on the subject of, would you want to know the day that you're going to die? Now, most people say absolutely not. But I would absolutely love to know the day that I'm going to die. I don't want to know how. You know, if I'm going to get hit by a fucking bus or something. Or, you know what? I don't want to know. I don't want to know how. But the day that I'm going... Or say the week. You know what I mean? Leave a little mystery in it. Because then you could sort of plan. I think if I knew the day that I would die, that I would die before the day I was going to die. I guess Mac makes their own operating system, by the way. So that's enough of that. We don't want to be morbid. It's not that morbid. We're looking for listeners. Well, it's an interesting subject. Death is something that people... Death is always... They don't. Nobody wants to talk about it because, well, it's going to happen to all of us. Yeah. And if you're a younger person, let me tell you something. At 55, I don't know what the fuck happened, but somehow 30 years went by. And yeah, take some time to smell the roses, kids. <laughs> you got to think to yourself like this: How many days do I vividly remember? In the last 10 or 20 or 30 years. I mean. You know, like, like if you were. The only days you're going to remember. I mean, you vividly remember. Is something 
maybe when a loved one uh, died tragically, uh, if you were, you know, held up at gunpoint. I mean, something very, I don't know, I don't even know if a good thing would do it. Well, maybe, maybe like a, maybe your wedding, um, but literally an actual, like, I remember se- September 17th, 1996 was, that was the day that this happened. And, you know, I went parachuting and shit my pants on the way down. And the shit went through my legs and landed in the instructor's face. You know? Right. But I can't really pick out a date. Well, and I don't know whether that's good or bad. That's because you're not Mary Lou Hanner. Nobody can, Joe. No, that's no, no. Superhuman. I'm talking about there are dates that you remember. Yeah, not me. I can't tell you the date that I, le- I left. I remember... I remember when Most I... guys know the minute, and I don't know what day it was. I remember where I was in Montreal when I went to get my now ex-wife. I remember that. I don't remember what, you know, of course I don't remember what day it is. But that was eventful enough so I can still picture it. Oh, and I met her mother for the first time as I was moving her daughter to, the, to Wisconsin. It was an interesting thing. And uh, remember that? I remember when my kid was born. Because my kid, my kid was... kid born in Jordan? No, my kid was born in Montreal. Okay. She came out a little premature. And uh, we didn't have any health care anyway back then, or very little. So Canada has... Free medical. Well, my 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 daughter's mother almost uh, passed away because she started having a, a hemorrhage, and, and she had a very good nurse friend who was over the house just just by chance. They were having a chat, and her name was Joanne, and uh, she was a lovely woman. And I don't know what happened to her, but. Uh, she, if it wasn't for her, because she got her to the hospital and she knew exactly what was going on. Really? And, uh, well, thank God for her. You know, it was funny. There were, there was some baby snatching going on in the Montreal area. So in the maternity ward, they were extremely strict. You know, you had to have like two fucking forms of ID and, uh, you know, to go in and see your kid. And the woman looks up at me and goes, ah, go right in. You're the Brennan kid. <laughs> and I mean, it, it was like mini-me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was funny. I think of the pic, especially, the, you know, until she got to be probably in puberty. She looked a lot like you. Yeah, she had a lot of uh, my traits. You too, Joe. Now oh. she has a lot of my personality traits, which is Does probably she? not a good thing. Yeah. Well, she's stubborn as hell. It was funny. I was talking to my lawyer who is uh, representing her on a... Her landlord is trying to sue her and her roommate for shit that they did not do. Like, there's a there's a handrail that goes up the stairs. The fucking handrail was... He said they took it off or ripped it off. It was never there. The handrail was never on. 
Yeah. When they moved in, the handrail was off. Yeah. And they tried to get the asshole to... So this guy's a, like a notorious slumlord scumbag. And What's his name? You know, I don't, I don't remember. Because, no, you know. But he was laughing. He says, your daughter is just... She is tough. She is stubborn. And I'm like, yeah. Where do you think she gets it? Right. So... But I think she's a lot happier than I am. Is she a letter writer, too? I don't think so. I don't think she gets all worked up that much about, you know, stuff. Yeah. Because she doesn't follow any kind of, like, politics or anything. Yeah, right. So what are you going to get all mental about? Yeah. I mean, she does. uh, It was funny. When she started making money, um, she was kind of caught off guard by how much tax money got taken out of her pay. Right. And she was like, "Who the where is this all going? Is this going to my to my cousins who all had, you know, yes, four babies out of wedlock and yes, you know, are now on every government program?" Yes. So which Just they're, spread they're wonderful around. people. They really yeah. are. Yeah. And everything's worked out, right. I think Except for my uh, my nephew Dan, who's missing, but uh, yeah, man, that's fucking still that's crazy. Isn't that something? So be honest with me. Do you think he's dead? No, I think I thought he was in Australia, and now I think we went to Bali, and he's probably not even there now. He really wanted to get out, didn't he? Yeah, he did the I'm here. And my mom's here thing. Right. This is what he did. And he said, I need to get... He's exactly as far away from her as he can get. 3,000 miles wasn't enough. Yeah. He had to, like, move on. Yep. God, I hope so. You know, and I I feel guilty every single day about it. And because I... I keep thinking that I should be doing something. Like There's I nothing sh- you can do. I should go to San F- San Diego and spend two weeks out there every four months. The fucking trail is cold, my man. But he's never going back to San Diego. I don't. I I do feel I do I feel guilty. He's about it. more apt to be in New Hampshire or Plymouth before San Diego <coughs> or Florida. He's never going back to San Diego ever. God, I hope he. You know, I f- and I feel guilty. Because my sister's crazy, and I didn't—I never really realized how crazy. And if I had done it, I would have offered the kid to live here. Yeah. Well, I thought you kind of did anyway. No, or I it was never. Too late. I never made the the official offer. Yeah. Um. You know, I ha- I was raising Anna, and I didn't want to screw around with that, but but I didn't think he had it that bad. You know what I mean? Because I was I was fooled. And then it it came it all came out when I when you went out there. Al's a uh, former private detective, and when my nephew went missing, um, I sent Al out instead of me going because I don't know what I'm doing. He had he had the inside thing, so he went out. And my sister tortured him, and uh, for no good reason. And it's just. And I'm not man enough to tell her to fuck off. You know no, I mean? no, that's that has nothing to do with it. You're, you're being kind. Yeah. If you didn't know her, you'd probably punch her in the face. Yeah. 
you were just being, uh, you know, there's part of her that, you know, I'm, she's not, she's, I don't think she's, uh, I don't think she's evil, but maybe she is. But I don't know. There's, there's a part of her that really. She's not very nice, I'll tell you that. Is really upset about her kid being gone. Yeah, that sucks. You know, I can't imagine anybody that's uh, happy about. No. The, you I don't mean, wish that on anybody. Having, that's a nightmare. You know, you just don't know. And that's it, a fucking nightmare. I think about it every day. If my son went missing, I would. I might not be able to hold it together. You know what I mean? I get a feeling that you wouldn't. You'd never stop looking until you found him. I would probably look. That would be. I would your, figure out a way to your life. Yeah, I would figure out a way to fund my personal journey f- to find him. You know what I mean? And I don't know. God, what an awful subject. Yeah. Sorry, folks, if this is bumming you out. Yeah. But it's it it, it's it a true. You know, you always think to yourself, "Ah, that'll never happen to me." You know, you know when you see like uh, one of those commercials for the guy that smoked and he's got no more face. Right. You know, and you're like, oh, that'll never happen you're to like, me. Well, you never think that, like, somebody in your family is going to just disappear. He goes, look at me. And my Not my nephew, you... two years ago, yeah. literally disappeared. He was in San Diego. He had an, uh, he had an he appointment. Wasn't. He had an appointment to be brought to an appointment. Somebody was picking him up. They talked to him not that long before, like, I think, it, I should remember, I could check my notes, but it was like an hour, and about 90 minutes before he was getting picked up, he talked to the person picking him up, and he wasn't at the pickup point, and he was never heard from again. You know, I, I wonder, though, <laughs> so you got to have a little bit of cash, you have a passport to go to Bali. He had a passport. And through a long story, I... You know, long story short, I found out that he was going to... When I hired that private detective to go up and re-question that, that girl that saw him. Yep. The, the th- she was 39 at the time. Yeah. And uh, she just... He went up to see her. She just happened to have a friend over that knew Dan. And uh, Daniel Foster is his name, by the way. You can look at... Look him up on Facebook. He's just a beautiful, handsome man. And uh, does a help find Daniel Foster. So if you're living in Southern California, and take a peek. See if you recognize him. Um, but shit, it's just weird. You know, he's just yeah. gone. But she's the one that said that, oh, yeah, he, he's, he took a plane to Bali. And she was pretty certain of it. Yeah. You know, the guy said, you know, usually she wasn't like, oh, I think that, you know, Rebecca was told by Steve, by Tom, that he was thinking about going to Bali. You know, it wasn't one of those deals. It was like she said it with a, with a, with a, according to the private detective that I hired out there to wrap up the shit that you weren't able to do. Right. Um, she was pretty certain. Wow. So, I don't know, man. I believe you. Bali is well. Malaysia, right? It's either that or Indonesia. I don't know. It's fucking paradise. That's what it is. It's paradise. Yeah, I wonder if it's paradise, though, for, you know, if you're going to go there and work. You think you can go there and live and yeah. work? I think that it's still paradise because even if you don't have 
indoor plumbing, which everyone there on that island does. But even if you're homeless, and I don't think he is. I think he's being productive somewhere. He's he's very good. He likes to work. He was very good at getting people to take him in. Yeah. Like there was a and, guy, and in he San knows how Diego. to grow things. You know what I mean? Yes, he he's does. good at that. That's his thing, and not just so pot. Be, no, he could be a farmer anywhere, right? Because he worked as a farmer in New Hampshire. Yeah, and I think that he's <sighs> this kind of society. You know, it's it's hard to pinpoint because you don't want to be one of those people that beat up on your own country. But there is there is some problems with the United States, and one of them is we've got so many choices as people in the United States, and you say, well, that's not bad. And and it's not, unless you're a guy like me, where too many choices scrambles my brain. You know what I mean? And I believe he was in that same category. Mm. Like, he, I think he really wanted to live a simple life. You would, you would, however, like more choices for an operating system. <laughs> I would like no. more choices for a fucking operating system. You bet your ass. Talk about coming full circle. Jesus. But, uh, yeah, that was a good seg- segue, Al. Well, you're the one who made it. But, well, no, you're the one that pointed it out. Right. That's why Al's a lot smarter than me. It's kind of almost a de- It kind of goes along with that devil's advocate theme we had going. My brother David... <laughs> commented on he he texted me once in a while and he texted me that the last show he listened to it in one shot again he likes them hour and 40 minute shows you know but uh he, he said what stuck out was the devil's advocate segment and i'm like i didn't i didn't even remember it till you mentioned it he said he thought oh, that was we're funny as about fuck the guy but i guess i played devil's advocate for longer than you wanted me to play devil's advocate i kept playing devil's advocate yes till it got to the point where you were like I don't even know if you're playing devil's advocate anymore, you know? Well, you, you're you good at the straight face. Um, Lies. Yeah, well, well we <laughs> both are. I'm act, I'm, like, I'm like, I could be an actor. I'm still convinced I could be the next fat guy actor in Hollywood. I know I could do it. Bali is a multi-religious, consisting <laughs> of a Christian, Muslim, and Buddhist minorities. The predominant religion is Hinduism. Wow. I think they're very spiritual. Sounds it. Well, they, it's and paradise. They a, it's they, easy, they, fucking they, easy to be spiritual in paradise. Well, look, <clears throat> people go down to Cabo San Lucas and they they stay in in a resort and they don't leave. And I got a friend who's got a resort in Cabo San Lucas, and we get outside of the resort, and you go past these, <laughs> you know, there's the there's the resort right on the ocean that's, you know, it's $1,000 a night to stay there in a fucking regular hotel room. Right. And it's absolutely beautiful. But you see the locals, they live in like the, there's like a shanty town. Sure. And I don't even, I don't think the roads were paved. If I'm, I can picture it in my head. There was, I remember Every house had some sort of like a water jug, one of those black water jugs. Yo, man. Up on, like up on the roof. And they were all packed together. And, you know, it was just, it was a shithole. So I'm wondering if, you know, there's some beautiful places to vacation in Bali, but I don't know what Bali 
you know, what the country looks like. On, on my first honeymoon, I went to St. Martin, and it was wood roads and shanty towns outside of the resorts on the water. Well, and a lot it of it literally is like was. that. To get from resort to resort or beach to beach, you're driving on dirt roads through shanty towns. Now, that was 28 or whatever the fuck, something years ago. You know what I mean? Well, you hope it's better. But somebody went, I forget who, went to the Dominican Republic. And they literally have armed guards on the beach, you know, with, like, automatic weapons. Yeah, sure. And they tell you, don't go off the resort. You know, right. So you're at, like, the Sandals fucking resort. But so why would you go off the there, resort, a, then? Fuck it. There's a good chance of being shot or yeah. robbed or beaten. Robbed or raped or whatever. Yeah. So... Blown. I don't know. <laughs> if anybody out there has any input on finding a lost relative, input. I'm also, I'm always ready for. Uh, yeah, tips, suggestions. Yeah, I am. What it takes, Joe, in this situation is boots on the ground and infinite financial resources. Yeah, I suppose. You know what I mean. And even then, you don't. Somebody needs to go to Bali if you want to find them. You know what I mean? And, and True. The, the trail is probably cold, but I, that's what missing persons is. That's I mean, fucking I, boots on the ground, grinding. I could pay somebody to go to Bali, but I don't know. It, I don't know if that's... I don't know if you'd... Well, first of all, that, a, that information is two years old. Yeah. He could be in Australia. Well, it's not two years old. It's a year. The only thing I was thinking is, you know, with the, with the 9-11 shit, there must be... Like, if he left the country, there must be a registry, a passport registry, right? Because you have to, before they let you on the airplane, you have to go to the, whatever the, the, the uh, immigration thing is yeah. for leaving the country, for Bali, right? You don't have to go to U.S. immigration, but they're not going to put you on the plane and then tell you you can't come in because you're a crook or something. So there must be like a they, they a just time check that you stamp. have your passport with you when you leave the country. That's it. That's all they do. They and then when you make come, make sure you have your passport with you. And if you don't have your passport, they won't let you get on the plane. Yeah, but they run <laughs> it through a scanner. If they do that now, that's fine. They didn't always do that, obviously. <laughs> and like I said, when you leave, I can't remember. Now we, you're right. I, now I'm thinking there is a little scanner when you go there. Yeah, you're right. But when you leave the country, the U.S. Customs, they don't have anything to do no, with it. No, no. Customs is just incoming. So I have to find out where that information right. goes. And all you got to do is talk to someone who works for an airport. You could just call an so airline. So if he ever came into the, back into the country... I would think that would be information that is somewhere. And again, that's it, a that's and if he left the country, it would all depend on the country that he went to. How whether they have you know the scanning technology, or or not. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, that's on a higher level of finding people than I know, than I ever had to deal with. I believe you're right. I think it just takes a couple phone calls to find that out, by the way. It's you just, know, all it takes is research. I bet it takes a couple days, a week I'd, I'd to get I'd have to get that probably answer. get a congressman involved because that's information that's, you know, first they're not going to admit that they collect it. 
And second, they're not going to give it up easily. It's kind of like I could probably find out if he called into the United States from a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? The NSA probably has that information. Right. Now, they might, if I don't know whether it's the cell phone's registered in his name, if they can pick that up, right. if it's in a foreign country. You know, I don't know what, what the protocol is. Um, or if he's using a burner phone, you know, one of those phones you pick up at the fucking convenience store and, you know, with 30 minutes on it, you can go and pay cash and get more more minutes and nobody really knows who the fuck you are. Right. You know, it doesn't come up as you. Um, but the NSA is not going to, well, they don't, in, until the hero Ed Snowden came along, we didn't even know that they were collecting that data, which it doesn't bother me at all. I, I could care less. You know, if you read the Constitution, we don't have a right to privacy. We have no right to privacy. It's not listed. We have a right to illegal search and seizure, so that covers your house and your car um, and your person. But it doesn't, you know, it doesn't really cover phone calls and your mail and shit like that. So, interesting thing. So I'm gonna. T how big is Bali? Bali's not that big, but it's f fucking. Paradise, apparently. Well, it's it is that cons considered uh, is that considered um, Polynesia? I don't think so. If there's a if there's, if there's a lot of Hindus there, you're getting close. You know, you fucking somewhere. That's a you know, it's Asian. Yeah, you're more you're more into Asia. Yeah, if it's Hindu, if you're saying it's a majority Hindu, just fucking it'll tell you what Bali's part of. Majority Hindu. But I'm saying where where it is. It's not independent. Where is it? No. Population is four point two two five million. All right, so it's you know. So there's a relatively large population. Yeah, it's like New Zealand or some shit. And on Google Maps, I mean, I know I don't know where bad. Oh, it's 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 south of Indonesia. Okay, but it might be. I think it is part of Indonesia. Probably, and it's south of mm. of. I don't know what the what the name of the country is, if there is one. Yeah. But the Bru Brunei, where the Sultan lives. Oh, wow. I thought that was... Is above Bali. So I don't know what who this... You know, I've heard that the name Sultan of Brunei. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, always in whether, the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's richest man. Right. I don't know whether Brunei... Whether that makes... Is the country... Because it's... Brunei looks like it's a city on the map. And so I, I don't think it's a country, but then again, I don't know. I think they had I'm not afraid to say I have no fucking idea. But I believe it was oil rich. So, well, maybe when I sell three of these houses here, I'll fucking go on a little, go on a trip. Go take, on a trip. Take Patty to Bali. Go searching. Well, I can't leave my dogs. Well, people can watch the dogs, Joe. I'll pitch in on that I got one. I got my Charlie up there. He's getting old. I tell you what, he was pretty fluffy looking, and I was looking at it, and I'm going, 
is that you? And he went, and he started running around in a circle. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's you. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Charlie, we got Charlie. Charlie's an American, about a 15, 16-pound American Eskimo dog. My wife got him for me for my birthday. He is, he's a white puff job. As a dog for a guy, it's probably the second or third gayest dog ever. (laughs) If if you saw me with this dog, and but I don't care. He's wonderful. And when she adopted him, you know how they have those. You know, not he's not good with other dogs. He's not good with kids. You know, they've got a circle with the red line through it. No kids. No other animals. uh, No people. Doesn't like strangers. Every fucking red circle was there. <laughs> and he was, he's just wonderful. He doesn't like anybody leaving. That's his He doesn't thing. want you to leave. He gets crazy. He when doesn't mind leave. when you come. If you try to leave, you can stay it drives forever. him fucking mental. So Charlie was getting old. And uh, so we did two things that just doesn't make us geniuses. I, I was reading online. One of the things that Charlie had, and if you're a dog lover, you'll, you'll be interested in this if you want to try to prolong the life of your dog. Or maybe you know all about it and you're thinking, what a fucking moron. Why doesn't he know? But at any rate, <laughs> when your dog get old, gets older, there is a lot of, uh, most dogs will get these benign fatty tumors. Mm. And it's just kind of normal. Now, Charlie got a bunch of them. And and I it wasn't I don't think they were really bothering him, but they were starting to get like in where his armpit would be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And 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 where I just went and looked, and it's not it's not like it's a liquid. It's not like you can bring him to the to yeah, the dog. Right, they right. don't recommend removing him because right. they're not harmful. So I kinda I did a Google search on, you know, how to how to get rid of fatty tumors on a dog you know, without surgery or something like that. And I was directed to a web page where a woman wrote a very, like, you got to be careful what you read online, but this was a very well-written, with all the words spelt right, review of dog food called Dr. Harvey's. Okay. And it, Dr. Harvey's is not a complete dog food. What you do is you cook some chicken or you cook, you know, you you don't want to give your dog red meat because it's too rich, but you can do pork, chicken, something like that. And you mix it up, and my wife leaves it chunky. She used to blend it so it was almost like baby food, but he likes it better if it's chunky. Right. We also took Charlie to the vet, and he had a little heart murmur that was based on his thyroid because he was getting sluggish, so okay. we, we were getting concerned. He was, and he was overweight. Sure. Remember, I used to give Charlie a lot of peanuts, cheese, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> so we made Charlie lose five pounds, and so he got up over twenty. He was over 20. I think he was 21 pounds. Now now he's 15 or 16. He's lighter than Lola, believe it or not, who is my daughter's. Oh, my God, really? Yes. Well, he's just so fluffy, he looks way bigger. Right. Lola's a short-haired 
Isn't she a straight up Chihuahua? She's a Chihuahua something mix, and that's my daughter's dog. Who we've this is the second dog my daughter has ended up with that we've ended up with. So the thing is, so we put Charlie on this heart medication that the vet said to do with a diuretic, and then there's some other medication. He gets three meds a day, twice a day, and it's not a big deal to give it to him. You just grind it up, put it in a little water, stick it in a little syringe thing, and, and away you go. Pump it down his gullet. And uh, what I'm trying to, what I'm getting at here is, it he's he was like a fucking brand new dog, and his fur is softer than it's ever been. That's wacky. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like good. like he is so. His fur always had some. Uh, some coarseness to coarseness. Absolutely, I can't say the word coarseness to it, and that's gone. It's like fucking fur. Yeah, yeah. And and he's got all kinds of energy. And I'm thinking that uh, he just had his uh, like a year checkup. He's doing great. Good. He's 12 years old. So hey. See if we can get him to twenty. Man, he was a lot of fun. He's still a lot of fun, but he was a ball when he was new. <laughs> he was oh my awesome. God. Right to... out of his fucking tits. That, I mean, the dog is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like my wife will come over in the morning. One of the, he's he doesn't like people leaving. He also <laughs> like if he is with somebody, it doesn't matter. My wife is Charlie's best friend, and I'm probably second best. Because my wife is Dr. Doolittle. But he'll be with me in the morning. Because my wife goes to work earlier than I do. Pretty much every day. Which pisses her off to no end. But, you know, she's going to have to just deal with it. And Charlie, if he's with me, will try to bite her. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And if he's with her and I go over to give her a kiss goodnight or something... She will attack. He will attack me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just he's out of his mind. Yeah. Yeah. But we love him because he because he's out of his mind. Yeah. He's got this look like he's his, even got a little Marty Feldman bug eyed thing going off. He's looking at especially yeah. If got like he food, looks like he's fucking. He'll crazy. run up the side of the fucking you know the cabinet if you want to if you got food. What was this other thing that fucking kills me? It's not normal. Well, of course, the circle. He didn't just run in circles. He would do a lap around the pool as fast as he could when someone was going to leave. Right. Fucking bizarre. And well, then the thing about it make is. Make sure that you get the fuck out because he would go for your foot. That's when he was younger. Right. Because Charlie, my dog he got Charlie. got last year, too, by the way. Is, is an absolute wimp. He's the, he's the guy. That's gonna get in the fight in the parking lot with four of his friends holding him back. Right. Let me at him, and if you let him go, he'll just go. He won't know what to do. Right. Because he has wants no nothing. To, so, if you leave, if he can get at you while you're not, you know, while you have no way to get at him, right? He'll bite you. But if you turn around, he's off. Right. You know, he's he's afraid. So. Charlie is a big, big pussy. That's all right. But, who, who among us? But he's isn't? funny. He's just a funny little dog. Out of all the dogs we've had, I enjoy Charlie oh, yeah. more. And that's the other thing he used to do. And I know other dogs do this, but not many. No. He used to hump the pillow. 
Oh yeah, like yeah. he had a hump pillow. Still does. Oh, is it a specific pillow or any old pillow? Well, he's got a pillow. He's that kind he, of a whore. On the, is he whoring around as he got a steady pillow. I've got that couch that I stole from my daughter. Yeah, which my wife hates, and I'm like, well, buy another one if you want it. But you know, why get rid of it? I mean, it's a cheap couch. I I put a two by eight. It's just big underneath. Though. Yeah, but it's a big. U-shaped couch that yeah. I stuffed in the family room. It just fits. Awesome. So he's got a little, you know, love seat. That's his area. So there's a pillow there that he'll get up on. And sometimes, I think it smells like me, so yeah. I don't know whether he wants to hump me. Maybe it smells like Patty. I don't know. Yeah. But he'll do his... The thing is, he'll stare at you with his <laughs> That's mouth That's what open. I'm talking about. It looks right at you. crazy glare. And he's got a smile. As he he's slowly smiling. moves his his hips. He moves his hips real slow. Yeah, yeah. While he humps away at the pillow, just staring at you with a fucking crazy gaze. <laughs> it's just uh, it's it's wonderful. one of the funniest things that... Uh, it wouldn't be funny if it was your neighbor. Right. But it is funny if it's a 16-pound dog. Named Charlie, who's crazy. So that's the deal. Yeah. Irreplaceable old Charlie. Yes, unfortunately. I mean, but they're all unique. I mean, Lola has. Yeah, they're all unique. My, this Chihuahua dog that we have, Lola. Long hair. All our dogs end up eating too much. And now Lola doesn't eat anything when you give it to her. However, she must eat. We have cats. So she gets into the room where the cats stay. Patty thinks she's got a clever door so the cats can get in, but not the dogs. And I, I, the dogs just walk right in. <laughs> so Lola has, she's fat, but it's on her back. That's funny. You know what I mean? How, how old do you think Lola is? Five, six, something like that? Lola's four. Oh, okay. So she's got like a brisk, I call her brisket back. <laughs> because she's got no fat underneath. Right, it's, right. it's all on her back, and you can feel it. Yeah, you know funny. what I mean? It's like this. And my daughter comes down, and she's horrified because her dog's fat. Well, you know. And we, she did lose two pounds, though, by the way, with the last, because we don't want her. We don't want her get sick. She's awful cute. I mean, two pounds is a lot of pounds if you only already weigh 15 yeah, it's or a 16. Yeah, it's a good percentage of your overall your body weight. Your fucking girth. Although it's not as much as, by the way, I put back on four pounds. I'm not happy about it. And I'm going to the doctor tomorrow to get this. By the way, this right here. See that? Yeah. Oh, this, is it this one? That one? Yeah. Is, is that the cancer? That's skin cancer. That's a melanoma right there, everybody. If you get one of them, get it taken off. Now. And there's another one over here, but it's not as dark. But that's getting scooped it, out. Is it something... My understanding is, tell me if I'm wrong, mm. that it's so, something that you'll scratch at and it'll never heal. Is that kind of the deal? Oh, I don't know anything about that. I, I didn't notice that it... How do they know that it's... Is it biopsy? Yeah, yeah he took a biopsy. I think you told me. Yeah, that. yeah, no. Tomorrow, right, so they do... I was rescheduled. I, I had to chase this guy down. I wasn't going there to like the end of September to get another biopsy because the one I was supposed to have last week got pulled off because he had knee surgery. But I called them when I when I rescheduled and I'm like, listen, I had a biopsy fucking a month ago. How? Well, what's up? Yes, yeah, so you said this last show. And it turns out they're like, yeah. oh shit, 
they what they said was come in tomorrow. Well, no, no, no. They said make sure you don't miss the appointment September twenty eighth. Right. You said I'm, I which was come the day before week. my impending wedding party. Right. But that had nothing to do with it. I didn't even realize it till just now. Uh, but I called and said, "Can I fucking get this taken off this Friday, please?" And it's I only said I would have been I would have been early as possible, but he only does the skin thing on Fridays. It's not a skin doctor. It's my fucking you know my primary. But he's you know he's fucking they qualified. They can do that. Yeah, he did. He did the one up here. I had a crater here. See, my my fear now is that I have. I have one here and I have one here. And the, those are both near lymph nodes. I had this one on my shoulder because I'm an idiot and never wore sunscreen. Oh, well, you're not an idiot. And now I'm fearing that these... I never got much sun here because I, I wasn't a shirt-off guy. I always wore T-shirts. And I'm, my fear is maybe that is, has spread and it's shown up in two... I have no melanin Places. in my skin whatsoever. Yeah. I am white as a fucking Casper the Ghost if I don't have any sun. But you know me. When I used to work outside, too, though. when I used to work outside, I would get burnt in the summer. Never had a shirt on when I was yeah, like never. I know. I went shirtless all the time. Hairless, I used shirtless. To, I used to go shirtless into like a fucking store in the mall. I literally it's got thrown fucking out. Fucking hot. And I think about it today yeah. and go, what, what was I thinking? But that I was like fucking nature boy. Right. And my, my skin from being a little kid, and people just didn't know. That's what you did. Yeah. You know, we lived near a pond. You know, you start swimming in the pond. This is, you know, I'm talking when I'm nine or ten years old you start swimming in the pond and it's summer and you just get fucking burnt and you got these big I, blisters i don't ever remember popping. getting burnt as a kid i just remember being tan when i, I went back to school so many times I, but when i went out into the when i you know every summer i wanted to be by may 1st or may 7th or 8th burnt so i would be tan for the summer so i always went and got burnt on purpose i would you know what i mean right. wear a tank top or or with my shirt off for you know the first part before I got right. real fat, I wanted to get burnt because I want because I knew that all I had to do was put the aloe on and heal. Right. And I was never a peeler. I wasn't a peeler. Oh no, I got the I got the big blisters with yep. the pus in it. If and I then, got yeah, then it would all peel off. If I got one good burn and then covered up, you know what I mean, till it yeah. healed, then I would. Go back, and then I would just be fucking brown, bad and brown. You know. Yeah. Look at me now. I'm even kind of brown well, from, from Florida. I'm still brown. Well, you, your dad Up is here. is Italian, Northern my, Italian. Yeah, but my dad is Lithuanian. My father does not tan. He turns to mush. Oh, I know. He's Casper the Ghost. He turns to mush. But he is. There's some. There's some Italian blood in him. Me mom that he didn't get. Me mom is a Yankee and a half Polak, and me mom so always she's not tanning. No, she always got a dark, dark brown tan. No shit, dark brown. Remember when her and your your mother used to go to the fucking pond together? Nope. Remember how tan you? Well, you know your mom gets tan, but your mom's been doing it forever. My mom doesn't do it my anymore. Yeah, my mother was a swimmer. In their twenties and thirties, my mom was brown, man, like brown. I don't remember. Paul never got brown. I don't think I was around. No, I know. You were like gone. we talked about. I know. That's fine. That was just that time of 
what was going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the old. Um, we didn't. You and I didn't chew much earth together no. until we we were aware of each other. We worked I'm on that four guy. Four years older than we hell, we worked on Paul Bronya's house together. I don't know if you remember that up on up on Bruce Road. That means the nothing now. Yeah. But when I'm 18 and Al's 14, 13, it's everything. You're five years older than me. My five. Most of the year, you're five years older than me. For three years, three months of the year, you're. You're okay. Four four years old. That's how I. You just I, turned fifty five, right? Yes. You'll be five years older than me till May. Right. So I mean, you're five that, years older. It's than me. huge. It's a huge deal at that age. I mean, I was in college while Al was still before he was and, in high school. Right. And it's not that you were a dick or anything. You just, no. You didn't deal with the Caposis that much. I no. I loved your father. Oh no. I know you. You were around for so. I my. I distinctly remember the coolest move ever. The coolest move ever. A, a lot of the times the parties were at my parents, but they would go back and forth during the summer. My, my parents and Joe's parents used to party together on Saturday nights. That's what they did. That was their thing. We all looked shit forward face. to it. They had shift face, and the kids were involved, and we went back and forth. They lived near a pond. It was great. We didn't have a pond, but we had woods, and you know, it, w- it went back and forth. But one time, the party was at the Brennan's house, and it was late. It was like one one thirty, and the fucking they loved their music and their record player, didn't they? And they, there would be like three or four couples, and they would be dancing while all of us kids were off playing spin the bottle and you know fucking right. you know fucking truth or dare or whatever. Joe never was involved because he was a teenager by then. He was you know, we were in our early teens. Joe came down and fucking shut the stereo off. He didn't just turn it down. You came downstairs and turned it off. Do you remember that? Not really. And you went, but I believe some it. of us have to work tomorrow because you were building a sun deck or something. Yeah. And it might have even been for your dad. I I, I don't remember because you, you did bang some nails for him on the weekend. It could have been. Were you banging nails for anyone else in high school before college? I forget. No. No, so you right. would have been going in into your school, senior year. You would have been going into your senior year. See, now, I don't remember. Here's the thing. I don't think I it built... It was the coolest move ever. I tried to recreate it a year later for funniness. And I don't think that... Because uh, my I don't, I don't remember. My dad did this for not a very long time. Get decked out. That was what the ad said. Yeah. Get decked out. So... With Dead George. Yeah. That didn't last long, that partnership. Well, he had several. Remember, do you remember Bob Redente? He's uh, dead. Vaguely, like by that time, there I'm, was a whole. He had a he had a whole cast of uh, Todd Willis's dad. Yeah, yeah, Dick. Which was he was the a great worker, unbelievable. He was a good guy, and he my Dave Dave Willis. Dave, I'm sorry, I thought it was Dick. He uh, Paul, my brother Paul built a lot of shit with him. Right, Paul actually built quite a quite a lot of shit with your dad. I, I, think, I built yes. like five or six decks. Paul might have done 20 or 30 with your dad. So I can't remember whether I did my own shit while I was summers in college. Yeah. Or if I was working with, with Pops. And I, and I would probably think that I was I, working with Pops. I think you were working because he was doing weekends and the, week, the work was on Fridays and sat, uh, Sunday, Saturdays and Sundays. I don't think you worked during the week for him. You were, but there was. You were going to. Well, it was summer vacation. But I advertised out in. In Amherst, and built several. Chris Jarvis and I built several decks together. Cool. Um, 
and I did like disappearing staircases and shit because you could put those in pretty quick. Sure. And you could make, you know, make 300 bucks in an you, afternoon. Yeah, do you remember how you rigged that? Like, would they have the material ready for you, or did you take a fucking down payment and you went and got the material? No, I had it. I wasn't broke in college. Cause no, I, I know. used to do pretty good in the summertime, and I, and I would save my money. But I'm saying that people like hiring people who will get the material. and you know, Right, I would buy the material. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But it's it's real easy. Me too. To one of I those figured in. that out early in college too. None of this having the fucking homeowner buy the paint. I'll buy the paint. Well, because <laughs> they think I mean? they think you're a fly by night shit. Bro. And I'm gonna give you. I'll give you a. What do you mean? I gotta go get the paint? You gotta give me you, a deposit. You, you're not a fucking serious. You do gotta give me a deposit. I didn't even get. Deposits. You know what? I didn't get deposits until. I, I'm gonna say until I had ten or eleven guys going. I used to not get deposits. And you know something. I swear, in this in this and people state, like that. You can only get a third. That's the law, but most most That's, guys get that half. That is the law, and, but my well, fucking kitchen guy, man, he got he gets still gets half. He gets half. I don't like this. Floor shit. guys get half too, by the way, and I don't know why that is. I'm not talking about your floor guys. I'm talking about no, if the homeowner goes, that's half of that fucking floor, man. Justin took nothing. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Justin's the best. He did my dad's house for nothing no, down. He, he's got a floor in for me now, that he hasn't charged me anything. Now, for. when he left, now this is the pre-finish because we all like the pre-finished over there in Capozyville because we don't want any fucking dust. Any, you know, you know how like yeah, even too many if you, people in the house. Well, you know how if you even if you put up those plastic fucking partitions, it doesn't dust is everywhere. The dust gets in your fucking nightstand drawer somehow. You know what I mean? It's just a nightmare. Yeah. Justin is. You know, he wants to get paid the day he's done for one of them, but he didn't have, dad didn't have to give dad was like, All right, can I give you some money? And just like, nah. He's had a floor in for me for a month and he's not looking for any money. Well, that's because he's busy. He Plus, doesn't care. He knows where you live. By the way, I like that guy. He's a great he's guy. He's the type of guy I could be friends with, but I just never got I mean, we we're friendly when we see each other, we hit it off great. I thought it was funny. He used to come down to fucking the bar once in a while when I was bouncing. <laughs> yeah, he's, he was he's, he was on the prowl for a little while. I think he's back in the big bed right he now. He literally had He's back in the big bed, right? This is a guy who's his his dad was a police officer. And his brother Brother Oh my god is I, now Oh shit. A police officer in Vermont. Oh no. His brother was a police officer on a Steve. He was there. He's the one who finished the finish. He used to finish did, the floor. Yeah, he did the sanding and finishing. I did a fucking anti-police rant one day, and I didn't know that he was a fucking. Well, he cop. probably would, didn't care. He did. He piped right up. He probably it, well. It was tense, and I went. I'm not talking about you. I apologize, but I was talking about him. <laughs> so, because I was talking about all of them. Justin doesn't like him. Doesn't like the cops either. Well, I mean, why would you? Cops are cunts. And he's, he's I believe that's what got his brother mad at me. You know, and he said the, the exact thing that I was thinking right around 9/11. Hmm. He's like, "What the fuck is this? Why are these firefighters heroes? They fucking did they their job. They signed up for it. Yeah, you signed I mean, you go you work fucking Two days a week, if if they make a fortune in New York City, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. 
And oh, especially the higher ups. I mean, the grunts make 60, 80 grand, but still, I, still I a guarantee good you, one of the, I bet the fucking low man on the totem pole, you know, not the first year guy, but, you know, if you've been there for four or five years, In, yeah. you're, pro- you're over 100 grand. Wow. So it's a fucking job, and you sign up for it, and it, it's nobody left there. Left their fucking law practice to be law a fire practice or their medical degree yeah. and went and joined the fire department. And it's all nepotism anyway. If you go to, I mean, the fire department, not so much today, but, you know, 30 years ago was fucking all Irish. Although there was an NFL player who left to be a all fucking special Irish. forces. So that's your fucking job. Yeah. And. I guarantee you, if they knew the building was going to fall down, they wouldn't be running up the stairs because that's would be asking to die. Right. So, and they had a horrible co- communication system, and that's why they were running up in the stairs in the second building because yeah. they didn't know that the first one fucking fell down. So, I mean, I mean how did they not know? They must have felt is, the fucking place shaking. I mean, the loud, you, you could have heard it. Know? You don't think you could have heard it? I don't think so. Really? I don't know. I mean, the whole thing. Having never been. I was never on that. Well, obviously, I I guess not. Oh, you know what? I was. The year before, I was on that site. I I was on that site. Those buildings are fucking pretty close, man. Yeah. But I'm saying, you must have at least heard it. or You figure you would have felt that. They were very close. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a guy that walked, did a, the French dude. The tightrope walk. Petite. Fran Petit Dimanche? I think that was his name. Francois Petit Dimanche. I don't think it was, but it's funny that the what? painter... Is Fran French? No, his dad had a fr- French last name. But the, he, Petit Dimanche is, is a hell of a last name. It means small appetite in French. But apparently there's a lot of people with Petit or Petit for a, for a prequel to their last name in France. Who knew? Yeah. He's Irish. And by the way, he's adopted. And he won't mind me telling this. But I always thought he looked like a fucking square headed Dutchman or like a Portuguese or something. But he swears to God that he's fairly certain that he he was, you know, born of Irish people. Right. Even I, though he doesn't know. I believe that too by looking I, at him. He looks see I don't think he looks Irish at all. He looks like a fucking square headed Dutch person. Well, maybe he is. Western European cranial anatomy. Well, this what is I'm the saying third is time this has come up. The fire department in Boston and the fire department in New York City was owned by the Irish for a long time. Oh, yeah, and that's why it's the fucking mess it is. And the Irish, and I, I'm Irish at... I'm culturally Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one quarter Irish genetically. And believe me, I'm an asshole. Yeah, yeah. You don't want a bunch of you. And I'm not as much of an asshole as these guys Oh, my are. God. The fucking and nepotism. And most of the police force. You don't want Irish people being cops. No. Ever. Again. As I've said, now yeah. I will repeat yeah, again. Yeah, go ahead. Do it, the man. The only people that should, should be, be cops, to be cops right. are, are black, black people. people. I'm with you. Not any black person. Joe, you've been fucking talking about this for a year on these broadcasts. And, and I know I that people... I can't say that I disagree. If you listened... To you know, if you listen to last the last podcast, you might think I'm a racist. But I bring up these. Why would you think you were a racist after the last podcast? 
If you talk about being white in any oh, positive oh, way, oh, 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 no, will you stop? You that? are, you are by definition. We talked about this. I mean, if anyone's a you racist in this room, it's me, and I'm just not. You can't talk about being white as a good thing without being, being ostracized at the very a, least. You certainly wouldn't do it in public, and it's, you know, how you got that feeling that you're saying something wrong that you shouldn't be talking about. It's it, it's drilled into you us know white folks. I'm gonna do a little. Where you know you, you don't want to talk about how good you got it. I'm gonna do. And a hey, it's it's it is a lot easier to be white. I'm gonna do a little cultural experiment tomorrow at work. Everyone in my office is white. Some of them are Portuguese, which to me is the same thing as African. But apparently, I'm wrong. My wife tells me I'm wrong. But I think if you're well, a Portuguese, Portuguese, you're you're North African. Check, you're North African. They That's check it. Caucasian. I know, on the census, right? They're just they're light skinned black people, and that's fine. No, they're not. Just look at them. So, fucking. I've, I I'm gonna walk with a lot of them. They're not yeah, black I, at all. I'm gonna walk. In, there's two other offices with two guys in it, and then uh, one of them is on vacation. He's a straight up port. Anyway, I'm gonna walk in and I'm gonna go to both their offices and gauge their response. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Do you consider God yourself da- black? No, I'm gonna go. God damn, anyone else proud to be a white man? And they're either going to react with horror <laughs> right. or they're going to go, fuck yeah, they're all registered Republicans. They all carry guns. They, two of them literally have Make America Great hats. You know what I mean? Well, I don't know why you would be proud to be any color. But you said you are. No, no, no. See, that's, that gets... If you say, I'm glad I'm white. Mm. That's different. You're right. Do you follow what I'm saying? Yeah. But God you, damn, you, I'm glad I'm a white I, man. And I really am. I'm glad I... Uh, Chris Rock used to do a thing. He's like... He said, I'm fucking rich. Is that and there is not one white motherfucker that would trade Hold on. Hold skin on. color with Hold me. Hold on. I'm glad to be a white man. I'm proud to be a white man. I'm not proud, proud. to be a white man. I'm glad What's I'm worse? a white man. Well, proud. Because proud pride... Is, pride means that pride you're... Is, but, it's also a fucking deadly sin. Happiness isn't. Pride so you're is right. one of those things oh, where you... God damn, you know, Joe, I'm farting my brains out. I'm well, sorry. Pride uh, kind of connotates oh, that's a... That's stink. That... It conjures maybe that you're, you're saying that you're, uh, you're better. Even though it's not. I mean, I'd, like who's proud of... I don't know, man. I still you think can't be. Pro- Why are you fucking proud? I still. I'm think- just happy that I'm white because being a black person in this country is harder, much harder than being white. I still think if you walk into a room full of Portuguese and say I'm proud to be a white man, and then you walk into another room full of similar Portuguese and say I'm happy to be a white man, you're gonna I- get the same response. No, I think the. The, peop- the people who, when you say I'm proud to, won't be as upset as the people as I'm happy to be. Oh, you say, you think it's wor- worse to say you just I'm just happy to be? I'm yeah. glad I'm a white I'm person. glad I'm a white man. Uh, how's this? I'm glad I'm a white man. I'm proud I'm a white man. Uh, it's, way, it's way worse when you say I'm proud. I don't know, man. I'm just glad I'm white. Because now, when I go out to... Although, here's a funny story. Yeah. What do you Phil, think, Dave? Check I, in on this one, will you? I, I told you this story before. And I'll I've, tell it again because i got to pee. All right. I've told it on the line. 
online too. On the podcast, my buddy Phil has a has a yes has a good friend who is very dark, almost purple African American, and my buddy Phil has a condo down in St. Petersburg, and he and his black friend went in the wintertime down to St. Petersburg. And the reason why I'm calling him his black friend is because I don't remember his name. And and he's no and they're not I think I think he's dead. I think he's dead. Because he was much older. He was like twenty years older than Phil. You know what? So he and Phil worked at the power plant together. And that's how Phil knew him. At the power plant together? Yeah, because Phil... Let me have one of these Diet Cokes and... I remember his name. Fireball. I remember his name. His name is... And he died of sickle cell anemia. It's fucking terrible. See, Al is a racist. So, here's the funny thing. The black guy is saying, Ah, it's so great to be black. I can go out. I don't need any sunscreen or anything. Well, he spent the day out in the sun, he and Phil. Phil was all lathered up with the sunscreen. They were down there for four days. The guy was in the condo for the remaining three days, fucking burnt to shit. Right. So, black people, just Wear because sunscreen. you're black doesn't mean no, they know that. you're going to get burnt. Just as bad and as a gonna, white guy. And they're using lotion anyway because they're all ashy. If you haven't been in the sun. Why are you so ashy? That's a Bill Burr thing. He talks about uh, one of his things is, and Bill Burr is married to a black woman, which I think gives him a pass that he's not racist. But he says, I mean, by he fucking definition. Black, he went out with a black girl and he learned about lotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he didn't know anybody that used, you know, lotion. Because in the wintertime, around here, in the cold weather, it gets real dry, and you fucking start itching and shit. Yeah. And he said, oh, I went on this play, and she said, you're ashy. And, uh, you know, she, like, she said, here, I'll prove it to you. Stuck his arm out, and he said, you know, and she just gently dragged her fingernails down his arm, and, like, the pieces of skin were falling off. Vile. You know what I mean? So means the house is extra dusty. Well, no, your skin's coming off. I'm saying that's what dust is anyway. Out. Yeah. So at any rate, here I'm gonna guzzle this. When shot you dust here. your house, that's your fucking skin. You know what I mean? People are vile. God is God is a funny dude, man. He def- definitely didn't make us in his image. I'll tell you that. Well, by the way, notice how I said his. And no, I don't believe in God. But if I do, it's not a woman. All right. I said it. Why wouldn't you believe in God? It's e- it's better. It's the co- you know why, Joe? Don't you know it's because it's easier? That's why I can't do it. I can do nothing the easy way. So in any rate, let, let me finish this story. Go ahead, it's pretty man. Funny. Yeah. So Bill, Bill's like, holy shit! So he got the lotion, and he's never had a problem with being itchy in the winter. And he says, you know, maybe there's cu- cultural things that people just you know some cultures know and other cultures don't. And he said, like, black people don't seem to know that registering handguns or their weapons needs to be done. Right. <laughs> so, so that was his, uh, that was the punchline of the joke, which I 
It's not as funny when I said it, but it was funny when he said yeah, it. Yeah, well, whatever. He's also paid to be funny. He's really fucking funny. Yeah. If you go on, I was just watching this, these YouTube clips where he's on Conan, and he is so fucking funny. He had, he had one where Conan asked him, you know, Lance Armstrong had just come out and uh, asked Asked Bill what he thought about, you know, Lance Armstrong, and everybody's fucking pissed at him and mad, and and he's like, I don't, I don't know why everybody's bad at the guy. He didn't, he didn't do anything to me, right? You know, and well, well, I mean, he lied, and he had this, and he's like, well, yeah, he, he, our roided up guy, beat their roided, roided up, up beat their roided up guy. Yeah, everybody was doing it, and. uh You know, and and how, how how does it affect my life? Right, and it wasn't roids, by the way. It was removing well, your blood and and blood transfusions yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Just putting oxygen enriched blood back into your system. And Lance, but, which, by the way, I'm like, hey man, if you got the resources to do that, and Lance was was torturing people that would come after. Well, that's his that was thing. Bad. Yeah. Well, because he, he could be, he was a, a, well, a, a very notorious rich. litigator. Yeah. He was very rich. And that's what rich people well, and do. Well, he had to keep that thing going. They beat you to death with their lawyers. You know what I mean? He had to keep that, that thing going. The problem is... But the guy did ride the fucking bike. The bu- and went, he won those races. Yeah, yeah. He put the work in, man. And yeah, he, it's not like you... It's not like... You a, think he didn't experience it's not pain? not like Rosie Ruiz. Remember Rosie yeah, Ruiz? of course. The fat chick. The fat chick. the marathon at the 25th fucking... Mile and won it. The fat chick who for 20 minutes was the winner of the marathon <laughs> that year. Rosie Ruiz, you can look it up, folks. She had like she won the Boston Marathon body fat by like at the 26th, six point second mile, jumped into the race. She demolished the record. <laughs> and everybody was like, holy shit. And then they figured out a few days later that she had hopped into the fucking race. Yeah. So, no, no, it wasn't a few days. It was literally Lance, a half Lance hour. Armstrong rode the fucking bicycle. He rode the bike. Yeah, no, he and did. And I it. don't think there was a motor in it because that's the new thing. I know. You brought that up. It's such ridiculousness. They have they have a, a little motor in the hub, and they put the fucking lithium-ion batteries in the frame. It's such bullshit. And it's it's s- so easy to find. Well, that's, a, that's what you think. Yeah. I that's just so think stupid. it's a sport... That just begs for because cheating. Because they want to win so bad. <laughs> yeah. And there's a huge payoff when you win, too. I believe so. Well, because all those teams pay entry fees. Right. And, you know, your average bicyclist. And this television like, money and all that shit. If you make it to the NFL, you're going to have money. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you get on an NFL team. You're going to get paid some pretty decent money. Well, I mean, the average guy makes 250 grand a year for two years, and then he's not playing pro football. Okay. But, yeah, you're what right. What I'm saying is he's going to make some money. Most bicyclists who race are fucking, you know, nobody's doing it for a living. You have to have another well, job. Now. Well, sometimes. But nobody's making a really good living at it. Unless you're Lance Armstrong or... You know, somewhere in that top tier. So what I'm getting at is 
You want to win that fucking Tour de France if, because if, that's the most prestigious bike race in the world. Listen, you know I follow professional sports, right? Way more than I do. So listen, would you believe me if I told you that the same percentage of top you know, bicyclists m- make it as much money as the top percentage of tennis players? Uh, sure. All right. So it is a good limit. What I'm saying the is... The top guy makes... Fucking twenty or thirty mil a year. What I'm saying here's what I'm and then it descends here's the point rapidly. I'm trying to make. Yeah. You're a professional bicycle rider. Yeah. Racer. Racer. Yeah. And you're at the low end of the totem pole. You're not making shit. You're probably making a hundred grand a year. If you can call you're not yourself, making shit. Yeah. If no, you're, you're right. in the NFL and you're the absolute worst player. You make it two fifty. That's my point. Yeah. I think you're making twenty five grand a year if you're lucky as the shit bicycle rider. So if you can get yourself up a few notches, I hear you. Even not be the winner. Right. You want to get in that quick be, escalation. It behooves right. you to go it and fucking, fucking just behooves you. I was gonna say the get, same thing. To fucking drug yourself yeah. up and get out there and do that get that tour to front. But the fucking guy won seven of them in a row. Yeah, like right the fuck in a row, right? Seven in a row after testicular cancer. And didn't he then right. he won like eight out of nine? I and don't know. every other fucking rider that was anywhere close to, you know, that was decent was all fucking roided up. By the way, not just or, t- or whatever the fuck, e- doped they up. All did Technically, EBO. it's called doped, doped up. They all did, I don't know whether they all did a trend. Not he only- had the best Doping program going right, not and that's uh, there's a lot to be said for that. He uh, so he was really good at riding. Not the only bike, did he have, he to knew the he he found the he found that guy. Well, Ferrari. he trained like a lunatic. He trained like a lunatic. Yeah, but the point is, he certainly put the work in. He was also a hundred percent predisposed. He found his calling. He found and, his calling, and I truly believe that Lance Armstrong would have preferred not to dope. But he if, had to. If there was any choice he wouldn't in the have. matter, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have. have I believe. I agree with you. So I, 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 why would you? Yeah, no, he was a product. If he was of, the only guy doping, that would make him a real fucking no, asshole. You're right. He was a product of his environment. He was not the creator of that set right. environment. So you go to the race, and then you yeah. these guys are fucking riding their bicycle uphill, and they don't even have, have their mouth open. That, and you go, what the fuck yeah, is going that on? That being said, unfortunately. So history they, will not treat Lance Armstrong well, unfortunately. Well, it's it, like history will not treat him well. The, people don't. I don't think common sense like you and I do, and think all the way through this. History well, and, will and not treat him well. What the fuck does it have well. to do with you anyway? You know Me I mean? personally, absolutely nothing. Well, no, no. I, I, I when I say if, you, no, I, I mean you know the the average person. Oh well, he wrote for the post office, and that's our that's a government. You know. Yeah, but that was no, but that was even. A, that's you know what thing. Lance Armstrong did, and this the is post office team this was half Bill. privately funded. Lance Armstrong raised a half a billion dollars for, for cancer, cancer research. Yeah. So whether he yeah. fucking doped or didn't, he raised because of him. There's a half billion dollar more going towards cancer research. He was the guy who came up with the idea, or somebody hired. Somebody hired came up with the idea for the little rubber bracelet. Yeah, Every, and well, that he, everybody wears he started that some foundation because sort of, I just watched it one got of the documentaries off. about that again. 
because it's fascinating. I yeah. find it fascinating. Yeah, it's wonderful. Story. It's a wonderful story. But I'm not mad. The only thing I didn't like was, although this this woman, he was kind of a cunt Betsy, to his wife, though. Betsy, uh, I, he gets along well with all his wives. I no, I think his first wife. There was a woman whose husband rode on the team with Lance. Yeah, and her name is Betsy, and yep. she's so fucking annoying. Yeah. That you just hope that she dies. Yeah. And she was just like this fucking tick that dug in. And uh, I forget the last name of Frank. Her husband's name was Frankie. And he was he was riding along with Lance and he was all doped up. And, you know, you had to dope. That was the deal. If you were on the team, you had to dope. Absolutely. Because I guess the deal is. You know, you already know when you go out who the fucking top guy is, and you're the supporting members, and you ride and break the wind and, you know, all that shit, and keep other bicyclists away or cyclists away from from Lance. But you got to be able to stay up, keep up. And, uh, but this woman is devoid of any responsibility that her husband actually... He had a choice. He could have not taken the fucking His name dope. was Frankie Andrew, by the yeah. way. It was Frankie and Betsy Andrew. Yep. And they're divorced now, and I, I can understand why. You're right. It's Betsy Andrew. And Tyler Hamilton, who, by the way, he was on that team. Guess what? where he's from? Plymouth, Massachusetts. Did he really? Well, he was one of the guys on, was, the, on the team. And there he were two brothers. Reluctant, he was a re- reluctant witness. He was brought in by either the FBI. We're or talking about Frankie. No. Oh, Tyler. Tyler. Oh, yeah. Poor guy. And I mean, he fucking had. He got, t- he got cannot, caught up in it. As if you ask pa- Paul Manafort, you can't fucking lie to the FBI. You can't lie to the federal government. The worst thing you can do. Is, I mean, under is, oath, you can't. The worst thing you can do. You can is, lie on your tax return. Let me fucking finish. The worst thing you can do is lie to the federal government. If you want to go, I mean, if you want to fuck around with the the legal system, keep it in district court. Yeah, I think you're right. Because you can get a lawyer for a couple hundred bucks an yeah. hour, and get yourself out of trouble. And here's the thing: but we, if you go, if you lie to the federal government, they can subpoena you. You might have to fucking go to Montana yeah. for a hearing and on for, your own dime and, and fly your lawyer out there, too. And for those of you who live in most other places in America, district court is your version of county court. Yeah, your local. Local your, court. Well, district court is still state employees. Where you live, they're not. They're county employees. County. District court is those guys get a check from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, not the county of Plymouth. Now they they are separated by I county. I think they get a check from the county. District courts are run by the county. I think it's the, all those judges get a fucking check. It's the very from the Commonwealth. See, most I don't know whether it's most places, but in Florida, for example, everything is but the county. It's run by the county, not not the town. Yeah, the county's a joke. All in, they got is a fucking jail. That's it. In Massachusetts, the sheriff's department. And the courts are run by the county. You cannot get and pulled over by a sheriff or a deputy. Any nobody pays any attention to county government, and they all rob the fucking thing blind because yeah. nobody is paying attention. Right. And it should be abolished and just absorbed into the state. Yeah, because well, you know, it's a fucking joke. Or the individual municipalities. That would be nice. 
No, you don't want the town of Plymouth running it. What do you think about the whole... You must like the whole selectman town meeting version of government we have as opposed to city council mayor. No. You think city council mayor would be better for our town? Yes. Yeah, me too. At this stage, I think that they there is uh there are still like you can go to Pembroke, all right? Pembroke okay. still has an open town meeting. Yep. Oh, yeah, no. Meaning all you got to do, Jeez. you can go as a resident of the town and vote. Carver also, by the way. Yeah, most of them. I went to many town meetings when I lived there, about 50 of them. Our town is so big that we have to have a representative town meeting. And usually half the fucking representatives, because nobody gives a shit, it's just like a, a work for the fucking town. I know, that's the other thing. So they're voting themselves pay raises, yeah. they're hiring their pals. So what we've done is we've grown into, we're a city now. There's 70,000 people here. It's time for a different form of government. I don't know if it's 70, but it's it's getting bigger. Well, I know it was 60. Is Who is well, the speaker? Who is the speaker? Who's the moderator? Do you I know? Don't know? Have you been to a town? Oh, why would you go? Because you can't vote anyway. See, I used to go to Carver's town meetings because I could vote. Right, and you that's what, what I'm mean? saying. Yeah. If you have an open town meeting, anyone in the town, if you live there, you can vote. I was but also an elected I official think, in the town of Carver. I think for a once while. it becomes a representative town meeting, you're getting away from the, the overall point of having a town meeting form of government. I would like to remind the audience that I won an election once thank you 23 you people yeah i was a constable and i was the voted in constable for plymouth there was it was a rotating thing there was three of them and one seat came up and i ran against two guys and one could you carry a gun and shoot people well no i did have a license to carry a gun but that was from my, cause my you know i got i ran for constable to have that credential to be able to tap into the registry for my PI job. 59,303, so 60,000. Because I had a constable's credential, I could just run anybody's plate that I wanted to. Oh, did you have a computer in the car or something? No, all I had to, I I just had to go you down. You had access to some I just had to go down to the registry with my credential and go, here's a plate, run it, and they would go, okay. You I think you, I think you can go to the registry as a citizen and run a plate. No, you cannot. Really? You cannot. They'll, Why not? They'll look at you and go, the, the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? You can't do that. Why couldn't you? Try it. I thought that... Say somebody fucking... Uh, say you, you walk into your car in a parking lot and somebody fucking sideswipes it takes off and you get the plate number. You go to the police with yeah, that. Yeah, I guess you call the cops. That's what you do. The plate number. You go to the registry and tell them that and they go, call you need cops. to go file a police report and that's a local thing, not a state thing. So, you know what I mean? I don't know. I'm not... Well, the whole why would I make it up? I lived it for no, a, no, a little I, while. No, no, I believe you. You know what I mean? I believe you. Why I ran for why constable. Should I, 
Why should I say that? I kind of told Rod. I kind of told the story anyway that uh, I got a couple calls to go arrest a couple people, but in order to arrest someone, the pe- person being arrested needed to live in Plymouth, uh, Carver, and the person filing the capius needed to live in. Carver. Do you know what I found out? You you uh, jogged a little memory loose. I had to go and get a rain for my. Uh, I yelled at somebody on the phone and hurt their feelings. So I am I am a being. Um, I was tried. Being, <laughs> tried, I I'm believe, being, is the well, fucking word. Gonna, it ain't going to make it to trial. I thought you said it was. No. No, it'll be settled in a pre-trial hearing, which there'll be several. But what do you have to say? Sorry? I don't know. I don't, it'll, it'll be interesting. You're certainly but, not giving him any yell money. At, yell at somebody in, on the phone anymore because... It hurts their feelings. It hurts their feelings, and that's illegal. You know, that's hurtful, Joe. But, you know, I'm sitting in court, and the amount of people that just don't show up is fucking amazing. You know oh, yeah, I mean? you've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it, they call the name, the guy's not there, the judge issues a fucking bench warrant for their arrest. and That's a, like, a lot like the next, my next court date. Why wouldn't you fucking date? show up? I won't be showing up at my next court date because... It's going to take them a while to find me. You know what I mean? Why do you... What do you, what do you uh, it's just more debtor shit. Is somebody suing you? Civilly or I something? Got, no, I got, I got tracked down by a couple of scum hole fucking debt buying fucking lawyers. Yeah, you can who tell put, them to just fuck off. Well, yeah, no. Well, the last guy, remember I told you? I told him to fucking eat it. Right. But I, there's another two who found, who found me at 158. And I moved, and I had a court date. I got a court date for September. I'm not showing up. They don't even know I live in Kingston. If they do a little research, maybe they'll figure it out. But I didn't leave any forwarding address. My fucking boss, I haven't even told. I, I live in, they, when you look at my check, it still has my Plymouth address on it. You know what I mean? Right. Because I'm, I'm trying to avoid not just you know the fucking debt collectors. I'm, I'm avoiding the IRS. for. I just got to get eight more months, Joe. That's it. Eight more you, months. You really have to stop talking about the I don't IRS care. on this show. I don't care. It's part of my life, and it makes me interesting. Yeah, but it's... It makes me interesting. You're going to get yourself in trouble. It, fuck it. What, I mean, you can't get blood from a stone. What are they going to throw me in jail? Yeah. No, they're not. Hey, by the way... Because I will promise to pay them. So that was, and I will make two or three payments. Look, I and then I will move to Key West. That <laughs> the arraignment thing is, cr- is it's oh, criminal sorry. arraignment. I know. And wh- what have you been you charged with? Why you wouldn't show up? You can say what you've been charged with. Oh, my charges. What? I've been. Char- I was charged with uh, threat to commit a crime, yeah. which is bullshit. Right? Because you never, didn't make a threat. I never threatened anybody. And uh, what what do they call it? Oh, criminal harassment. Okay. Because I said some bad things to somebody. You did harass them. I'm not sure it was well, criminal. Well, you know, here's here's the problem. Some of the language if was I salty, had, though. It was salty if, language. If I had made two phone calls that were a half an hour long with language that was ten times worse, there would be no case. Yeah. Do you follow me? What the problem made, is... What makes it a case is that... It was 70 phone calls. No, it was four. Oh, okay. Oh. It's three or more... Oh, really? They call... They they consider three or more calls, even though it was done within, like, fucking two hours of one another. Oh, boy. They consider that a pattern of behavior. So if I did it twice, 
Now then, I, there would be no charge. Now think back to that day, if you will. Yes. Are you sure that you took all of your medication that day? According to how we're going to win this, not <laughs> not at all. Talk about not playing along. Well, I no, I this is serious. I can't talk about this really on the air. If somebody fucking, but I'm certain. I did not. I'm certain you didn't take your medication. I didn't take day. my medication for a week. Yeah, and that's and you got week, fired up week to ten days, and I. What happens is you get some mood swings. Right now, I can't, say, and I've said this to the lawyer. I can't say for certain that this medication had anything to do with it, because I wasn't really mad. I was just, I had, I said, being a nice guy, I was trying to get something done with the electric company, and being a nice guy didn't work anymore. I tried for three months. I got nowhere. On a Sunday, it was I a called social experiment. A lot of people, bad names. Yeah. And on Tuesday, I had a meeting, and on Friday, I got what I wanted. That it took me three months of hi. This is Joe Brennan calling right. again. I need. Could you give me some help? Yeah, uh, we'll call you tomorrow. So it worked. So you elicited the response you were looking for. I, I got what I got it done. Yeah, yeah. And it's unfortunate that that's what it takes. That's what it takes for yeah. the fucking monopoly electric company Again. filled with these union scumbags. Again, monopolies with unions. It's crazy. It's just like public no, employee there should be unions. No it's monopoly the same thing. fucking union. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah, electric yeah. company. Yeah, yeah. It's a monopoly. Right. So you got these fucking bums in there that can don't never you know be the, fired. Don't you know they work Joe, two hours a day? It's not a monopoly. They're lazy because. There they are, make $60 an hour. There are at least 25 or 30 other electric companies in this country. It's not a monopoly. The problem is... is No, it's a local... Mon- it's, of it's course a, it's a monopoly. I'm playing devil's advocate again. You should have choices. And you do, actually. Well, you, you actually do have choices. You can't run two sets of fucking poles. There are choices. The electric companies in the Commonwealth, well, which is this electric company, can only... Um, they can't charge. They can't be involved in generation. They are. They make their money off distribution. Mm. So you can't have two sets of fucking poles going on this, or three, you know. Right. So you can go with the A, B, or C delivery company. You have one form of delivery, and that's why it's a monopoly because you can't. Well, you know, there are companies that rent. You know. No, uh, I know what you're saying. It doesn't. It doesn't work like that. Oh I don't think God. you'll find that anywhere in the world where there's like two companies running different sets of poles and wires. It's ridiculous. So they have to be. They either have to be pub. They have to be public, in the sense that not a public company, but the you know actually owned by the municipality. That's why one day, all everyone's house will be run on Bluetooth. Of well, some sort. they'll be like out the back beauty there. Of this is out 50, back there where there's those. I think big 50 years from now, well, there won't be, there won't be a, there'll still be a grid system, but it won't be anywhere near as big. I I agree. There'll be a lot of houses. By the way, the infrastructure of that fucking dying and dead thing will still be there, though. That's going to be a whole mini industry is removing that fucking industry, that fucking infrastructure. You're never going to unless run, they just let it fucking wither. I don't know. You're never going to run a big industrial whatever factory with solar panels but you can sure enough run a house sure enough as 
when it gets to the point where, you know, and the, the thing is, is storage. But the electric cars are coming, and the electric cars has such a huge fucking battery that you could plug it into your house, and the power goes out, and the fucking car battery starts running your house. Right. You follow In- what I'm including saying? Including your fridge and your furnace and everything. Right. The entire dryer, house. dryer, everything. Probably for a couple days. Yeah. And where your f- house so if you're used in a to feed storm, that battery, now your battery is feeding the house. And you could get into some sort of deal where, you know, most people are home with their car at night, which is when the sun's not shining. Right. So if you can charge your car, well, I don't know how it would work. Look, because you need your car for the next day. But if it could sort of run off the car a little bit at night, you know what I'm saying? Hey. One thing we didn't touch upon the other day, and I know I'm going in, in another direction, but we did none of this. I, I failed to mention that Cohen actually pleaded guilty to some shit. Yeah. And has is doing his best to implicate the president. Nah, it's, not, it's not working. I know. It's bizarre. I mean, can anyone work Teflon Dawn into a sentence? You, you thought that fucking uh, Gotti, what was his name? John Gotti. John Gotti was the Teflon Don because nothing stuck. This guy is Teflon Don. He's not the Donald. He's Teflon Don. And here's why. He's the smartest man in show business. All right? And presidency is as much about show business as this is about getting shit done. It is show business. This guy was literally born to be president of the United States of America. You know, Reagan, I don't think Reagan was any brain surgery, surgeon. But we, Reagan had a very clear set of values, whether you agreed with them or not. Right. And he was a great communicator. Well, he was a great communicator. He could speak to people and you, you got it. And, and he was a very it. he was a very optimistic guy, which you need. Yeah. You know, you want an, uh, you don't want sure. some fucking, well, Jimmy Carter Unfortunately, you're a very nice man, but you know, well, things aren't going I know so you good. Like to, I know. I know you like to compare the Donald to him, but l- let's just put it this way, all right? You know, um, I I thought Reagan was a good president. Listen, when you think of this the, guy is very bright. Listen, when you think of these, which makes it so funny when these people. Think what I'm going to do moron. is list two professions off to you, and tell me which profession does it take. A higher IQ to fucking do. All right, I'm I, ready. Is is the guy who is a Hollywood actor smarter than a New York real estate developer? Who's smarter? Uh, the New York real estate. Fucking developer. of course. Yeah. All right. Now, is he necessarily smarter than the fucking nuclear physicist guy who also was a peanut farmer and? You know, became president. Yeah, too. but at that maybe point, not at that level of, you know, if you if your IQ is 140 and or 130, and the other guy's 180, it doesn't really matter. Can anyone actually? The guy that has the 180 IQ is probably he's very smart, but he's probably right. like sort of socially isolated. Right. That's usually how it ends up. The great, so the the great. Hey, did you hear what Chuck Todd said? Can I finish this thought? Go ahead. The great Dave. My last name. We're not supposed to say last names. I By know, the way, everybody, 
My name is Al Capozzi, and I live at 43 Main Street in Kingston. That's where I live. That's my name. My brother, Dave Capozzi. We try to keep the last names out because we figure if this whole... Once in a while, i got to say it. If we dump this podcast, like if it goes absolutely nowhere, and we dump it, why have our... Because we know, not that anybody's going to listen to it, but it's on the internet forever. So somebody could, who knows? My brother, the great Dave Capozzi, who I've just recently discovered that he's the only fucking dude who will answer the phone after 10 o'clock at night in my life. And really, he will answer it every night. And here's why. It's 9 o'clock in Nashville. It's not 10. <laughs> That's right. Nashville is about as far east in that time zone as you can get. So it's, you know what I mean? So anyway, the great Dave Capozzi, who I believe, Joe, will be guest shotting here September, 20, September 30th, the day after my wedding reception. I believe he's coming up, and I enticed him into fucking coming by telling him that... You, he, and I will do a podcast that Sunday, the day after my wedding reception. Fuck yeah. And even if you fucking bail, he's going to be on a four-hour podcast because he's ready. Okay. All right. So anyway. No, I think it would be a blast. How fucking great would that be? I want to set up a podcast at the thing, but my band's playing and that won't go Dave's got a uh, Dave's got a big brain. Yeah. So Dave, the great. How come we haven't had Paul over here yet? Because I, I try. Listen. Oh, by the way, I try to get Paul's Alan getting, tonight. I I pinned him down. I've tried to get he, Paul he here. He won't do it. You know, I he I think I'm gonna make fun of him. I haven't put that much effort into putting Paul because I don't. Paul would be great. He would be great. I'm sure he'd be just like my dad. So anyway, the great Dave Capozzi, great thinker. He goes, Al. We're all Trump guys, but don't you know? Ross Perot would have been a great president of the United States. And he's probably right. Any guy who wants to run that fucking thing like a business, like Donald is doing, and also be having a big enough brain to take into the fucking account all the bureaucracy and all the bullshit, he sees through everything, he knows what he's got to cut through. I bet you Ross Perot... I wasn't a big Ross Perot guy. I wouldn't have voted for him. I was... Fascinated by him. I didn't hate him. I voted for him twice. Yeah, well, there you go. He would have been a great president, according However, to my brother. I that's don't a stupid that's, in a, hindsight, that's great analysis. Here's the thing that makes Trump great. Yeah. Trump isn't a conservative. No. He's he's not a no. He doesn't fucking care. No. He's not an ideologue. He's a businessman. And whatever it will take. To get people together to vote on shit that he wants, yeah. or that he'd like to see get he done. He'll say or do anything. Anything. And he lo- of course. And Maybe he not will do, lie. but he will say anything. That's what's great about Don. He will say anything. Not do. Speaking of saying anything, Chuck Todd, the, who, who is the host of Meet the Press, that used to be run by the absolutely great Tim Russert, who you could not guess... What camp Tim Russert was in? He was a fucking his comedy, questions, though. His questions and were so fair. Yeah, he was equally dismissive of zealots from both sides. Can Absolutely. we put it that way? Chuck Todd. Equally dismissive of fucking zealots on both sides. A fucking, a.k.a. sleepy eyes. Right. 
came out and said, Droopy. What's up, Droopy? Well, Trump's name for him is Sleepy Eyes. Gotta love it. Everyone needs a nickname, Joe. Chuck Todd said, quote, a functional Washington would be looking for ways to drop articles of impeachment papers on Donald Trump. Now, there's an unbiased guy. Yeah, right. For you. That's fucking journalism at its very best. That's right. That's right. That's Chuck. right up the middle. Because <laughs> there is there's such huge evidence that he's committed a horrible crime. Right. You know oh what he was guilty God. of, Joe? Chuck he was Todd. Guilty of. Fucking killed. He was guilty of. Beating Hillary Clinton. Getting more electoral votes than yeah. Hillary Clinton. That's what he's guilty of. I mean, these people are just out of their minds. They're fucking out of their tits. And the funny thing is, is all this Manafort shit, all this Cohen shit doesn't mean shit. It doesn't. Because he is Teflon Don. Hey, I was watching Jim Norton and another guy whose name I forget. The great Jim Norton, by the way. Yeah. Jim is uh, Jim's a funny guy. It's a little fucking twisted, but he's funny. Yeah, well, whatever. You got to be twisted. Again, who else? Look what he does for a living. But he's he has a podcast with another dude, and they had Roger Stone on this morning. Roger Stone had said that he's a freak this yeah. morning because Roger Stone is a freak, but very bright guy. Bring me back up to st- speed on Roger Stone, please. Roger Stone is the guy that has a tattoo of Nixon on the on his back. <laughs> Like bigger than life. Roger, size Roger Stone has been a like a political behind the scenes player for a long time since you know the Nixon administration, and he's he hasn't been subpoenaed yet, but they're thinking that they're going to drag him into this because he worked for Trump in the very beginning, and uh, Paul Manafort was a friend of his, and um, but there is a there's a a Netflix documentary called. Uh, Get me Roger Stone or something like that that you should watch, and that'll bring you up to speed on old Roger. Mm-hmm. And you'll see him, and he's a freak. But he used to do all kinds of swinging and shit when he was younger. But he's very bright, and he's got a he's got a, a great intuition into all this shit. And he's you know he is one hundred percent sure that this whole thing is going to amount to nothing. Yeah. Except they're going to put a few people in jail for things that had nothing to do with the election. And I'll tell you, you know, right now, what else it will have no bearing on is the midterm elections. He also said that, that fucking news is not resonating with. This is why I brought it up. I just remembered yeah. because you talked about Cohen. Yeah. There is nothing that Cohen has that is of any value. Right. And that was Roger Stone. Uh, today, say, and, and he's got Lanny Davis as a lawyer. Lanny Davis is not a litigator. He's he's a talking head. Right. And Roger Stone's view of this is that the, which you can find, the polls are now, it, it was before the polls were, you know, for Mueller. Now the polls are, people are getting tired of this. Right. And the polls are now slipping Going, you know, uh, 
people want this fucking over with. And yeah. it's starting to go up. Like, it's hitting 55 56%, right. 57% of the population wants this fucking investigation over with. Can you this imagine bullshit. the fucking hysteria? Well, no. Here's what's happening. After this election, when... Just today, Nancy Pelosi said, we shouldn't be talking about Donald Trump at all. We should be talking about our issues. Because she's not dumb. Right. She's seeing that the fucking polls... Well, she's a politician. Yeah. She's they're politician. starting to see that the, they don't... These pe- people are... All right, it's been two fucking years. There isn't any collusion. Right. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's time for it to go away. This guy's going to do his six years. So I believe you're going to see this thing go away, you know, in the next couple months. Like, by Christmas, I believe this will be all done. Oh, man, I hope so. Will he fire the guy before Christmas, or will the guy resign? I don't think he's going to... That guy's going to be... I can't imagine he's going to fire. That guy will have a job until fucking January fucking 20th fucking 2021. I mean, I'm sorry, 2025. (laughs) No, well, they're going to... Something is going to happen. Mueller is going to, if he doesn't die, he's going to be the special prosecutor. Something process. is going to happen. He'll be like Ken Starr light. See, I don't understand why Trump hasn't fired that fucking cunt. Uh, Jeff Sessions? No. He almost got fired today, by the way. Rosenstein. Oh, the guy under Jeff Sessions. Yeah. They're both going to get fired. This guy is a fucking smirky, cocksucking cunt. I mean, cunt. what the fuck? And I'm telling you, he. Uh, Talk about not telling the company what? line. Well, it's not. Look, you're 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 the attorney general of the United States. You're not supposed to toe the company line. Yeah, you're you supposed are. to find the justice. But no, you're supposed he's to. Not you're a kind Supreme of Court judge, to, by the way. He's a cop. He's a cop. He's you're a cop. supposed to be neutral. You're supposed to not. Yeah, cops aren't neutral. not be covering up bad behavior of the president. Yeah, well. But this fucking Rosenstein. Unless it's the president we like. Unless I'm wrong. Yeah. Unless I've got this wrong. And I've read it about it several times. Rosenstein drew up the reasons why Comey should be fired. Oh yeah. And then Trump fired him, and then Rosenstein said hired you should have fired prosecutor. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's fucking crazy. So why this guy is still there, I have no idea. Because yeah, Trump bizarre. can fire him. So there's gotta be a reason. So it's amazing. How many topics here on show 71 that we actually talked about on show 70? Because on show 70, we talked about Manafort and Cohen, but it had just broke literally that, that afternoon. Literally that afternoon. And out of the show, we haven't talked that much. About and then we talked about Evan's job search earlier, and we yeah. talked about it then, too. We also talked about skin cancer then, and we talked about skin cancer tonight. We didn't talk about my work, and that's fine. But in uh, show 70, we also talked about Cont of the Week, Larry Holland, which, by the way, that's all calmed all the way down. Thank you. I don't know if you remember any of that. Larry Holland? Who's that? The ex-boyfriend in jail, fuck, until 2032. You don't remember any of that? Were you drunk the other night? I don't think so. Oh, my God. I was you don't tired. Even... I was a little tired. Oh, my God. So clearly you haven't listened to show 70. That's No, fine. I have not. We talked a little bit about Charlena going back to college. This will be her yes, last year. Yes, I remember that. And I continue to brag on Charlena because she will, in four years, regular eight semesters, plus, you know, in between, 
She's going to be graduating with a BA in business with an account, you know, focus on accounting and an MBA. My daughter in May. Oh, I I did talk about. She's amazing. Charlena, you're amazing. This guy named Jared Taylor. Yeah, and that was the last. Oh, no, we talked about Wedding Bell Blues and Jared Taylor. Now, Jared Taylor is responsible for a magazine that it only goes to 2012 no. called American Renaissance, which is listed in Wikipedia as a white supremacist online publication. So, yeah. so Jared Taylor may not be... I thought Jared Taylor, if you, if you can get away from beating yourself up for being white, made a lot of sense to what he was saying. You know what I'm saying? Because he wasn't saying that, you know, whites were better than black people. He said, he basically was saying, why are we ignoring the fact that people of like, you know, uh, people of similar ethnicities like, like to, to hang out with together. Yeah. Yes. They like to be I mean, with their gonna, own you're type. You're going to find more black people yeah. hanging out with black people yeah. than hanging out with white people. And the same thing with baboons, by the way. There's like four or five different now, types you know, of baboons. You shouldn't, you shouldn't say baboon. I was talking about white people. people. No, I was talking about white people. No, white people are baboons. You do. and I are baboons. You're trying to make... No, I'm not. You and I are baboons. Al Shut is up. not saying... Yes, you're way too fucking quick, Joe. He's I'm, not saying... I literally wasn't baboons. talking about... He's not being a racist. He's He's doing a comparison. That's literally what I was talking about. Well, There's I four thought, or f- I, it was too quick. Can I fucking finish my fucking thought? Four or five fucking different types of baboons, and it's demonstrated that they like to keep to their own type of baboons. There's not a lot of fucking yellow baboons living with the fucking brown baboons, and there's not a lot of brown baboons living with the black baboons. You shouldn't bring it's up just the way baboons it is. right after I just... The words come out of my so, mouth that... Black people By the probably way, like to hang out with black not, people. Not, and baboons yeah. like to hang out with each other, Listen, too. Not only am I insulted, <laughs> Joe, not only am I insulted, quite it's frankly, terrible. quite frankly, I'm hurt. Are you hurt? I'm, I'm a little hurt. Well, I was just, baboons didn't come to mind because of anything. It came to mind because they're simians. You and I are simians. I, on a daily basis, What's I feel simian? simian. Simians are apes and humans. You're a simian, by the way. If you you didn't see fucking Battle of the you know Planet of the Apes, all that shit. Well, I don't think I people think that simians are just the great apes. It's not. We are a great ape as well. Simians are gorillas, chimpanzees, orangutans, not baboons. Baboons aren't chimps, gorillas, orangutans, and humans. We're all simians. We are descendants of chimps. We're not descendants of chimps. We had a similar fucking. Uh, we all came well, out of the same thing. broke off from yeah, the chimps. the same thing. Not the gorillas. You, again, you're just, you're, so, you're just so far off. I'm telling you. No. <clears throat> you're, you're wrong. Your anthropology... I might have it wrong. Yeah, I did a lot of anthropology. I could have almost had an anthropology minor, as well as a history minor, by the way. I took a lot of anthropology. Anyway, everybody, my name is Al... Capozzi. I live at 43 Main Street, apartment two, in Kingston, Massachusetts. My phone number is 508 380 
I do a podcast called Kinda Right with the best friend a fucking guy could ever have, Joe. Hey, Laura Valdez, I'll be more than glad to present your track, Abortion and People Who Should Be Killed, to our SoundCloud Huge Accounts Network. Right. As a rule, a track gains the following activity. 220 engaged followers. I don't know what any of that means. Right. Sounds like a... Like they're not really interested in our show. They just... uh, I don't know what it is. Do you know what it is, Al? I'm not even paying attention to you because I'm trying to wrap this fucking thing up. Wrap this thing up. Anyway, you know who I am. You know where I live, okay? And you know who I'm talking to. You can't. Hey, now. All right? Kind of right at yahoo.com. Kind of right at yahoo.com. I mean, yeah, I get 20 or 30 emails a day, but I want more. All right? You assholes. Come on. Email me. Hey, now. And you know I email you back. I answer every email. Okay? That'll that'll end soon. Joe? Have a good night. Do I need to go upstairs and ask your wife if you guys are coming to my wedding party? No, we're coming. you've been fucking... Vague about it. You're coming. Oh, we're coming. 29th. Can I tell you, seriously? Five to ten. That the music is going to be amazing. Okay. Wait good. till you see Scott, Jesse, and my son on stage together. Of course, I'll be there backing them up, but I'm just a drummer. The star of the show is Scott. The next star is Evan. And then our friend Dave is the best player out of the four of us. If you are a fan of guitar work and tasty, tight soloing, I'm coming to this. And if I've you like Peter you. Frampton, I'm gonna I gotta test text you the set list. Although you're not as big a music guy as a lot of guys. I haven't listened to music in a long time. Here's the thing. I feel guilty about it too. I love music, but everybody know. out there, listen to music and whatever it is, just love it. And I'm not even you know what music I'll, is great. Music's great. I love all kinds of music. I love everything. Again, god damn it. My name is Al. His name is Joe. I can't believe it's still it's the We're kind of right. This is show 71 and we will talk to you soon. Bye Joe.